0: Welcome to Chatting with Feta Comply. I'm your host, Logan Wolf, and today I'm joined by my good friend, Scott Jacobson. Hello! And uh, we are, of course, we're now back on the cycle of no one else being around. It's like the
1: waves, they crash, they retreat, they crash, they retreat, and we're in a retreat right now.
0: Yes. So, on today's episode, we're going to go ahead and talk about i'm just i we're gonna talk about uh politics <laughs> <laughs> funny joke you sound how really long have into I been, it if i've
1: how, how been doing this like
0: half a year now so that's uh, i that mean it's
1: september when we're recording this so you've been doing this for nine months Oh my God! Okay, so that human the life could have started in the time it's taken <laughs> me to
0: continue this journey. <laughs> that's the effort I'm giving for today. I said politics, and like we live and breathe on technicalities here. So that is good. it's point one
1: percent more political than we were this time last year. So yes, exactly. Out.
0: I don't even remember when we started this, so we might not have even been doing this last year. So hey, even more so. Anyways. On today's episode of Chatting with Feta Comply, we're going to go ahead and talk about... I'm I'm going to go ahead and say... It's probably not... And I could be wrong, so correct me if I am. I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite series, if not my favorite series of video games of all time. But I think there's a franchise that might edge out this one for Scott uh, because the 15th anniversary of... uh, Was it just the 15th anniversary of, I believe it's just, Bioshock 1, correct? Yes. Yeah,
1: okay. It is uh, a couple weeks ago, Bioshock 1 turned 15 years old. It is now a sulky teen. Yes. (laughs) So,
0: I don't believe we've ever actually done a... I don't think we've done a full episode. Like we mention Bioshock in like some of our sequel stuff and uh Right, that's that what I was thinking we talked about stuff. it most probably. Yeah. But we haven't actually kind of well, I mean we I'm sure we've gone into it somewhat, but we haven't done like a dedicated episode kind of just talking about why we love it so much. And
1: Well, especially the original I, one too. Like I did not yeah, how how often have we talked about the original Bioshock? We've been talking about its bastard children so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? That's an excellent point. I don't think we've really talked about the original too much. Uh, but I say it's one of my favorite series ever. Like, And don't misunderstand me. Fallout New Vegas is still my favorite, but I don't know like, game of all time. I don't know if I can necessarily say, though, that the Fallout series is my favorite series of all times because that includes all of the Fallout games and
1: quite a a few games
0: i will be honest i've never played one or two i'll just be a hundred (laughs) percent straight up i haven't uh unsubscribed three three in new vegas well obviously i really really like new vegas i really like three i didn't hate four as much as other people hated four but i don't super like it either and then fallout 76 is he's on his second year subscription no, God, no! I didn't even buy it, uh, so I don't know.
1: No, I don't buy You
0: buy the subscription and then you get it. I don't know if I can say I. So that's immediately kind of just like off the table there. But every single Bioshock game, because there's only been three, <laughs> <laughs> I have bought right. and at the point of recording, because I haven't replayed at any in. Uh, bit uh enjoyed all of them now obviously one is still my favorite well actually for me the ratings go one two and then infinite <laughs> so it's really not that <laughs> my hard man yeah uh but i did as much as a lot of people didn't like infinite again much like fallout 4 i did not dislike it as much as everyone else did so i i think i can confidently say in terms of me liking the games and whatnot and the concepts i think bioshock might be my favorite video game franchise of all time uh i don't know scott i feel like and i'm gonna take a guess and i could be wrong i'm not talking about games i'm talking about franchises so i was a bit curious does silent hill beat bioshock for you in terms of the franchise and i say that knowing there's some very big stinkers of silent Hill.
1: (laughs) (laughs) logan you do not need to tell me about the stink capacity of silent hill the the, the tear stains on my pillow are enough i could rub that against the microphone but i won't i i think so and it i mean obviously there are more silent hill games than there are bioshock games and that's i think the first impressive thing like Bioshock has left such a mark on not just us, but pop culture as a whole. And it's yeah. only three games. Like, yeah, <laughs> literally there've been some canceled ones, but like like three games came out and it has turned this many heads. That's pretty yeah. impressive. Yes. I think personally I would put silent Hill above it simply because of the Bioshock franchise. I adore the first game. The first game is fantastic. It is. It's incredible. It is absolutely one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think, and I'm sure we've talked about this before, and I'm sure it'll come up later this episode. Probably, I don't feel like Two and Infinite carried that momentum, whereas with the Silent Hill games, there's things that uh, even just like the first three, even Silent Hill four, I'll count you Silent Hill four. They do, they do different things, but they still say stay in the same framework. You know, like they have, they all succeed in their own ways. Whereas I feel like Two and Infinite didn't succeed in their own ways. Mm. So I think I would put Silent Hill above it just for, just because they have multiple entries that have done multiple things for me. Hmm. Uh, And obviously I've talked about this before. I like, I'm pretty sure I, I, okay. I don't think I'd be fooling anyone saying Silent Hill 2 (laughs) wasn't my favorite game for a while. I you know, I'm like, no, it's not my favorite. I think at this point it is. I've talked about how, if I was a teacher, I would make my students play Silent Hill 2. Like I, I, you don't walk back from that. Yeah. Like, uh, but bioshock is uh i absolutely agree with you it's one of my favorites it is a very fierce contender for the top spot and in some ways i think for me personally since we're getting a little personal to start this out uh, it might just be the most important game to me ever because it's the, it's the game that really wow. really formed me as a creator you okay uh-oh you're right
0: we talk about Scott. So forming I, Scott. I was worried
1: about that. Yeah, I was formed like Hephaestus with the clay, and then Pandora was made. Was it Hephaestus? Mm. I'm going to say it's Hephaestus to make my mm. argument sound smarter. Oh, oh. Brighton, take two. <laughs> uh, no, it, it was really one of the most formative games for me, just because it it taught me a lot of what gaming can be. You know, I would love to one day be part of that. You know, creating process. And Bioshock was really that spark of inspiration because it showed me what you can do with a game with a story of a game to really connect the player to the experience and blur the line between, you know, spectating and actually engaging in, you know, the immersion that is the game when what's trying to do to you. Yeah. And then it honestly, it just inspired so much of the things that I've created since, like there wouldn't be an alteration available now on Amazon, Amazon Kindle hurry now beat the rush without Bioshock because a lot of those concepts, you know, in the game even if they don't didn't explicitly say there's so much subtlety in bioshock that reaches out on its own and that really informed a lot of the creative decisions you know in getting the alteration series into what it is and so i would say oh. that while silent hill is a franchise is uh i would put it above it uh, just the first bioshock alone the one we're going to be talking about a lot here is absolutely super important to me personally
0: Okay, so how much sponsorship money am I getting from you? ao O two K, send us some, <laughs> send us some money. Uh, no, from you. Oh, promoting, not a <laughs> you <know laughs> that. <promoting> your book.
1: <laughs> um, Logan, oh, you, you do you knew you knew what you signed up for. I know nothing. Uh, yeah, you don't. Know. go on and to continue the podcast, Logan. I can't... I'm, like, completely forgetting what I'm saying. (laughs) The first Bioshock, it was, like, like... Am I overstating things to feel like Bioshock really changed the culture of gaming when it first came out? Is that an overstatement, Logan, do you think? I... He's really thinking about this one. I... Is this is going to be one humdinger of a thought. You just wait. It's
0: I, say, I don't I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> sorry. That was sorry. not worth I'm the just, wait. Sorry. I'm just looking, looking at the Amazon page for your book and the fucking comment from John. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's precious. You don't laugh at that. book
0: again. These in quality paper, although I must say the cover design is too sublimed. dense <laughs> fucking John. God damn it! Uh, well, I hope he's doing well. Paper. Oh good <laughs> lord, that motherfucker! You know what, can legally... I saw him write it. That motherfucker can <laughs> read <laughs> Latin was. backwards. I'm sure he's doing fine. Jesus Christ! He better um, be.
1: Yeah. Um. Anyways. <laughs> Uh I'll you be do honest. see that review on Amazon that right now. <laughs> hey, hurry up, Logan's gonna beat you there. <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't um I the only reason and I was like kind of half joking when I said I don't know because when did <sighs> Bioshock came out 15 years ago? <laughs> What's today? Uh because I'm 15 honestly years tra- after
1: that. <laughs> yeah, well is. I'm
0: trying to think um what I was doing at that point. Yeah, so that was what? Like 2007. I want to say... Hold on. (laughs) We're holding for you, bud. I need to look at the release
1: date. Um, uh... I will throw in real quick. I did not actually play Bioshock in 2007. Uh, I, I think I was... It must have been 2012 because, kind, okay. okay, kind of embarrassingly, my first uh, exposure to the big daddy was PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale.
0: <laughs> You're no, right. Was that was there. embarrassing.
1: <laughs> Maybe PlayStation All-Stars is the game that's most important because it got me into Bioshock, which got me in the book. So there you go.
0: Okay. I was going to say, because I got now into- I have that on the
1: internet. Thank you, Lily. <laughs> You're welcome. I have, a...
0: well, I was like into gaming beforehand, but the time where I really got, like, finally got my own console and what- not was around the modern warfare 2 era i don't think it was exactly around then so i'm gonna say like 2009 2010 so i was also a and i did not play bioshock 1 for i played the demo a bunch but i didn't actually play bioshock for a very long time um so in terms of its In terms of it, and maybe I can think. Do you have something more substantial to say? Because when I'm thinking about it, I'm kind of like, like maybe, but I don't know if I could pinpoint it.
1: (laughs) Well, I like I was saying, I feel like it really sort of it it put into perspective what the player's role can amount to in a game and in a narrative. Like the thing that a lot of people draw the most acclaim to with Bioshock is its twist. It's an yes. amazing twist, and if you at home haven't played Bioshock and have somehow avoided it, I do not want to be the one to spoil it for you. I, so yeah. <laughs> the, honestly, the remaster is dirt cheap. Go experience it for yourself if you haven't. It's an incredible game. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to word this very carefully to not uh, spoil something inadvertently. But you know the twist. It's a really excellent twist because it's not just. It's not just surprising as a twist. You know, a good twist is something that you. You you know you discover and then when you go back through it you're just like oh my goodness look at all these signs that that's there that I was completely oblivious to like that's a good twist and yeah. that's definitely present in Bioshock, but I guess for me it was really the nature of the twist because it wasn't just about the story it was really like putting the player's position into question you know like wh- were you controlling the game or was the game controlling you Scott and breaking down just you know the notion of player agency, which Is yeah.
0: isn't
1: really something that gaming really did up to that point at least not to my knowledge maybe there are examples of it maybe like sl- slight examples of it but still yeah you sound like you were going to interrupt me logan what was no because me? what you
0: were saying was in like you said i'm tr- gonna try and not be spoilery but i <laughs> i don't know well, I, might have, I might say mission failed there but
1: <laughs> well you drew attention to it and uh, now that you know i like put mild spoilers in the title and everything's forgiven <laughs> <laughs>
0: to say it no now from this angry point anybody from this point on I'm just gonna say I'm not saying anything I'm not
1: saying anything else about it
0: spoilers be warned I will not be I'm responsible
1: not <laughs> yes um, you will be because I
0: won't be saying anything more spoilers. okay uh but yeah no I agree that uh one of the best things about it is its uh twist and the honest to god the second best thing about that fucking game is andrew ryan andrew ryan is oh, yeah. like so great i literally watched one who was it i was I, it was I, I was sorry it was like in a recommended video for bioshock and it was like some like kids uh or sorry kid well i guess technically yes but it was some like high school um drama class where like for a project or whatever so, like I like a group did the um oh my god why can't I speak words <laughs> they did the push through it Logan you Andrew got Andrew Ryan speech well because I'm also trying to think of how not to spoil it let's just say there's like right. a really cool and amazing speech that Andrew Ryan gives and they actually did that for the School project, and I'll be honest, the kid playing Andrew Ryan did a really fucking good job. <laughs> it
1: was great. Was at you, kid.
0: Yeah, no, and it was really, like everyone clapped. I was, everyone was like, "Wow, that was amazing!" And it's just like that's from a video game. Like if this video <laughs> from, yeah, it was like this video. This video was from like 2010 something. Right. So, it's like,
1: that's still the point where, like, oh, you play video games? <laughs> right. Well, that's that's actually a really good point. Like, I'm getting super deep about it. Like, oh, the player agency, the ludonarrative. Like, no, really, I, I think that was for the time. Also, something of note. Because, you know, games weren't really known for their story as they are now. Yeah. So that was really one of the big narrative moments. Like, wow, a game dog. did that. And now, we're just it's too much it's too much we're, we're gaining water in our little dinghy here you <laughs> gotta bucket it out oh lord but uh. oh
0: god yeah see well i don't know how much further we're gonna be able to kind of push into this without spoiling anything which is my worry because how are we going to talk about how it's such a good game when part
1: of it is <laughs> big well, big I mean, there place. there are a lot of other things that Bioshock does well. Like, I know your favorite character is Andrew Ryan. Is that what the gist of what you said?
0: Oh, yeah. From Bioshock 1, absolutely. I fucking love See, Andrew
1: Ryan. Andrew Ryan's great. He's definitely one of the best villains in gaming, just because yeah. he, he's not, he's crazy, but he speaks sense, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's calculating at the same time. It, he's great. Uh, personally, my favorite character is. Rapture, the uh, setting of the game. Oh my God, Scott, get out! Leave!
0: (laughs) I hate you! I'm so tired of your pseudo intellectualism.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Go on, buckle up, up, because I got more of that where that came from. Uh, But seriously, the setting of Bioshock is really a remarkable setting. The the Mm -hmm. underwater city of Rapture, this supposed to be utopia. That, you know, mild spoiler, isn't a utopia due to various circumstances. Scott, what uh, the fuck? <laughs> you, uh, you're right, it's hard. You're right, it's very hard. <laughs> uh, but obviously, you know, it was supposed to be this very idyllic, uh, objectivist society where people could claim what they, what they you know, what they worked for. They, it wasn't like you give the money to the boss, you give the money to the people, you are responsible for your own work.
0: It God, sounds great.
1: Please. Logan, is a man not entitled to the sweat of his brow? Are,
0: are, are, I was going to say, is a man not entitled to the sweat of his brow? No, the No, Mr. Crab says does. it's about It money. belongs to the government. <laughs> or no, that's the I, that's I think the I Russian played Swiss. the wrong version of the game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Mr. Squidward, it's and, <laughs> about my ketamine addiction. me, Mr. Mr. Squidward. Is a man not entitled to the sweat of his brow? Could you imagine? Mr. Krabs as Andrew.
0: Could you imagine? Fucking this, Mr. Krabs this thing Andrew is. Ryan. That would be completely. That would either be like scary a perfect thing is that I match. Could. Well, it would either be a perfect match or like horribly the opposite of what Andrew Ryan like. Right. Stood for. I mean, he is like,
1: technically, yeah, he, uh, yeah, but. It'd be really funny. It would be funny. <laughs> I think that outweighs it to me. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, Rapture is supposed to be this utopia under the sea. Uh, yeah. But then things go horribly wrong. Various circumstances, including one of the main gameplay mechanics, and you know, some gene altering, I guess, goo. It comes from a slug and slugs produce goo. So I'm going to call <laughs> it goo. Uh, everyone went crazy. The place is in shambles. And there's just such rich environmental storytelling everywhere in the game just walking around and being in rapture the atmosphere is so glowingly thick and all of the settings you can you see you know what was supposed to be now destroyed in just these ruins Uh, again you know this wasn't really as prevalent as it is now in games and obviously it's not even as prevalent now as it should be just you know storytelling through the environment through just being in the game itself is the story being told. Like, some games, you know, and even, you know, they do this now, but back then especially, gameplay was basically just a vehicle between cutscenes, right? You get the cutscene, you do the thing, and then you get another cutscene, and it's just kind of, you're the middleman, basically. But, but Bioshock doesn't give that impression, and that's why, another reason why I think it's incredible, right? I don't know, do you feel similarly? This is a load of barnacles.
0: <laughs> I heard that! Um, <laughs> No, yeah, I, uh, yes, uh, yeah, yes. I <laughs> <laughs> get a Logan's I, approval. I mean, I don't really know what else I can say in that regards because, yes, Biosho- BioShock <laughs> Rapture is its own uh character, and it really is kind of its own. Uh, or sorry, the setting really is. well, fuck? I'm just repeating myself now. <laughs> Oh my wow, god, I seriously pressure. I do, I don't know what, I don't know what it is. I am just absolutely off my rocker tonight. Uh apparently <laughs> he's got the men's. bends. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh no, yeah, I agree. Like cuz a lot of my favorite games cuz I'm a, as I've said this before, I'm a pretty big aesthetic man. I really enjoy a game's aesthetics. And uh BioShock definitely has some of the best and most unique at that point in I guess that's kind of where I can see a mm. lot of Bioshock quote unquote influence, even though I want it, This isn't if Bioshock obviously didn't come up with this idea. They just did it really, really well. Is like the utopia, but uh, uh, oops, it's actually a dystopia. <laughs> um, I did not see that coming, <laughs> but uh, no Bioshock does it very, very well. And it is kind of mm-hmm. just neat just to kind of see because when you're walking around Rapture, when it's like in its like fucked up state and like destroyed, there's still enough of it left where you're just like, wow, this place probably was pretty hopping before right, yeah. all of this happened. And then they also just keep the vibe because what it's like 19 what 1940,
1: uh, it is in the 60s, I believe. 60s,
0: shit. Because so, the Cold War was a thing that they touched on. Right, yes, 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 you're right. So, yeah, it's the like... man in but... Moscow, Logan, yes, belongs it...
1: to everyone.
0: True. Okay, uh... okay, 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 okay. <laughs> it was the 19... Yeah, so 1960s, because, yeah, there's the Cold War and whatnot. Yeah, right, right, right. So, but it really keeps that 60s theme. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the decor, as you could call it, is very something that you could pick out of the nineteen sixties and be like, "Wow, this is what, what this is what it would be if a diner was under the water." Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but uh, it is, and that's actually I feel like another kind of reason why, like Bioshock and Fallout's aesthetic, I find very pleasing because I don't know what it is, but there's something about a, and I'm just gonna say like. 40s to 60s kind of vibe but it's post-apocalyptic that i just find really charming i don't know there's Mm -hmm. something about like a fifth like especially like classic music like that like i almost said freddie mercury that's not right Um, (laughs) he is a classic (laughs) but not that far back um oh my god why can't i think of his name not dean martin um frank sinatra why did i i guess i guess because it was f i don't know (laughs) like i said i'm (laughs) off my meds uh is it a full moon (laughs) there's something about no moon never mind uh there's something about just kind of wandering around this dystopia to like a frank sinatra song which doesn't really happen in bioshock so often but like it's the same kind of vibe where i'm just like man it's fucking
1: great <laughs> right right there's this like this disjunct to it and it's yeah it, it's hard to describe I, <laughs> I understand but yeah it, it hits right and correct me if I'm wrong I always it, do it, it, yeah thank you I can always count on you you new yeah because that was that's become that's been a popular style since then I think I'm trying to think what did like the fallout games have adopted a similar aesthetic like you said did they have that in fallout one or two or did was that something they really started with in three i the thing about one and
0: two is that they're a top down um right thing uh i want to say yes it's always because i want i'm pretty sure like the handymans and whatnot like they've always been a thing i think the point of the fallout games was always kind of like a 60s cold cuz again cold war that's a big part of fallout mm-hmm, uh right. but like cold war but we actually launched the nukes at each other um so i want to say yes that's always been a fairly core part of the fallout series is this like 40s to 60s vibe or maybe 60s to eh, 50s to 70s i don't know but like right. that kind of old timey vibe But, like, we actually, like, launched the nukes at each other, and, like, the arms race escalated and did not go well for anyone.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, I was just asking because I wondered if that was, you know, an area of uh, influence. But there have been plenty of other examples beyond Fallout, like Cray comes to mind from 2017, where it's got that older aesthetic, but it's also got that, oh, something went wrong.
0: Yeah. You know, I had an example, but now I'm completely blanking. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, <laughs> you know, what? I feel that. like I feel like there's a couple of new ones that came out. Um,
1: uh, there's an upcoming one, Atomic Heart, which does
0: something. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, Atomic Heart. Yeah. That was actually what I was thinking of. Um, there's Atomic Heart, and I feel like there was another one that was kind of like that. But once again, I'm completely
1: blanking. I don't know. Would you count Death Loop? as kind of like that. I think I would. I haven't played it directly myself, but I, from what I've seen, I think it has a similar, like, old vibe. age aesthetic, with, but with new like, yeah. kind of sci-fi. I think, yeah. yeah, I think that that would probably count. I think Arcane is probably taking a lot of inspiration from Bioshock, if I had to... Or have a spurious theory. Sorry. Oh, yeah, god studios. damn
0: it! Sorry, I thought you meant the Not league. That one. I thought you meant the Not league. show. And I was just like, "Wait, what? What are we talking about?" No, I, I got really cool. Know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shit! What the fuck was I? They <laughs> completely derailed. Um. Yeah. Uh. Whatever you were say- Yes. Uh. Yeah. It's very possible that they did take. Um. I I don't know, Scott. Fucking speak. I like, I actually completely love that Logan is just either on something tonight or he's not on enough of something. Right. Which (laughs) one it is. Too much or
1: too little? (laughs) Oh my God. Maybe we'll find out as we go on. Yeah. Got too much Adam going through my things Well, what what else is something that you like? Calm down. Your genetic code is being rewritten. Thank you. That's so fucking reassuring. i forgot that was a line <laughs> Just, hey ooh, come down there Just your dna running.
0: is being changed on a fundamental level don't worry about it it's like uh uh what what'd you say what what okay
1: <laughs> all right he was right i should have remained come oh my jeans
0: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um i think uh i want to say bioshock was and i Again, could be wrong, but for me, I, I kind of feel like it was the first kind of game that really, I suppose you could say, did the, kind of introduce the wombo combo into non, like, fighting games. Like, because there's uh, specific combos in Bioshock, and, like, also, I guess you could say... Use of the environment in a natural way where it's not very clear, like, hey, this is a trap and you should use it here and you need to use it here so you can stand a chance. No, because Bioshock or God damn it, because Rapture is a (laughs) dystopian underwater city, there's a lot of like uh, water leaking and or like oil and like a lot of different environmental things you can use. So, hey, your first ability that you get is lightning lightning. Lightning Mm -hmm. and water do not do good things to flesh when they are together. (laughs) And it really kind of gives you the freedom of choice to kind of play it how you want it. Like, hey, do you want to be Adam Boy and wombo combo people? Do you want to use guns more? Because you can use guns more, but you should probably use a little bit of both. So that was kind of the first game for me that kind of gave you that freedom of choice. And also, just kind of straight up gave you superpowers and was just like, "eh, hey, go nuts." <laughs> I was like, mm. "oh,
1: yeah, cool." <laughs> right, I I agree. It was definitely uh one of the first ones for me that really set up, <clears throat> set up this you play it your way, but actually meaning it. You yeah. know, not just being stealth until you're just spotted and then you fight. Like, but you actually have a lot of choice of what you can do at any given moment in Bioshock. You could be tricksy. You can shock the water. You could use, instead of electricity, you could shoot bees, throw bees at enemies, and then <laughs> shoot them while they have bees on them. Or you can use the bees in, like, a, I don't know, a different gun or something like that. I forgot that there were more than just bees. I'll be honest. I love to <laughs> throw the bees. Uh, but, again, yeah, having that array of superpowers to deal with and guns, or, the, you know, if you want to just use the wrench and sneak around, you can. And then supplementing those playstyles with various tonics. Yeah, it absolutely was a game that felt like you had a lot of fluidity with how you could approach it. And that's great for replaying it, because like, hmm, maybe I don't want to do that this time. I'll do this instead. You can, absolutely. Can I be 100% honest? I would prefer 90, <laughs> but you do what you need to in this economy. The, the B-Power...
0: And Undertow from Infinite, they were cool powers, but there was something about just walking around and, like, seeing an animation of a bee walk inside and then outside of your hand because you have a hive in your hand was fucking repulsive to me. <laughs> and I fucking hated having it out. That's Like, fair. the power was cool, but I would be, like, wandering around, and then a bee would just be, like, in and out of my hand, and I was just, like, uh, uh, excuse uh, me, walk. I was just like, that's disgusting. Especially, like, the undertow, like, oh my god, like, big fucking gate. Oh god, I hate undertow. Undertow, it's like, (laughs) oh, that's just, it's, it's gross. I don't like it. I I guess I have, I I don't remember, I don't remember what it's called, but I think I have a little bit of the, the whatever, was it,
1: trypnophobia? Is that what it's called? I'm I'm trying to think of it. I know what you're talking to. uh, It's, it's essentially,
0: it's essentially like the, uh, the fear of fear of like holes or something where they're not supposed to it's be. Like, it's like some, it's yeah, something yeah. Like, like that. And holes and in your yeah. Body yeah, just... yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I have, I do have, I will, I probably have a bit of that because I look at that and I'm just like, like part of it. Yes. Is the fact that it's a bee, like a, like a fucking bug going in and out of your body. And that's like, whoa. but the holes certainly did not help.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Uh, that's, that's fair. And also does raise the question, because you know you can switch powers on the fly. Like you use electricity and your hands pretty much fine. And then you switch God, to the hi- shut and then you have the hive. Mouth. And then what happens when you switch back to electricity? You just The bees just okay. turn back into <laughs> you have
0: bees in you now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my heart. That's just the bees. It's, it's just like the ra- bees. It's okay. It's like the, it's like the ravens.
0: <laughs> you just have ravens inside your body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I knew that was a problem. <laughs> um forgot what we were saying (laughs) (laughs) you're talking about bio is so fun to play yeah i mean yeah it is true right and then it gives you those elements of choice not just in you know how do you want to kit yourself but also how hard do you want to work for it yeah you know because in like the main way that it throws choice at you is the big daddies which are (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely a highlight of the game for me. I don't know how you feel about Big Daddies. Oh yeah.
0: Ooh. Oh yeah.
1: Ooh, that's yes. a good clip we got there. Correct. Feel about big Daddies. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm.
0: I don't know that. why I was. I <laughs> don't I don't. God damn it! The fucking because the ranking for like iconic Bioshock bosses go for me in the same goddamn way. It goes Big Daddy, Big Sister. I don't know why I like the Big Sisters. I I do. Uh, and then, um, I guess, I was gonna say the Handyman, but I guess I'll just put, I'll put Songbird up there.
1: Right, well, you that's, know. that's, the, that game's, like, Protector.
0: Yeah. Except, you can't really, I, I'd say, I don't know if I would put him up there, though, because the handymen are more like Big Daddies, where they're actually, like, enemies that just kind of roam around, though. In the sense at, of, like,
1: <laughs> gameplay instead of narrative, yeah. yeah. More...
0: They were more in line with that. I said that was the cool thing about Big Daddies is, ow, sorry, I just like kicked something. You uh, you they they okay. they were not hostile. You did not have right. to
1: fight them. Right, like, exactly. It, it, was it was your, your choice. choice to do it. <laughs> right, and the reward could be really good because you could get Adam from their little sister that they were uh, protecting, or, or hear me out, or. You could be splattered all across this fabulous dining <laughs> hall because <laughs> they're it's... really strong and they really are mean.
0: It's true. The,
1: the choice movie. is yours.
0: But yeah, no. But that was cool. This because you just hear them clumping along, and then I'm like, what? Well, and obviously, you still have to be like, oh shit, there's a big daddy. But like, you come around the corner, and you're like, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap, and he's just like, get out of my kid's way. And you're like, oh, up, yeah, oh, yes, sir. <laughs> he just
1: goes, boop. not even like a hard boop, he's just move yeah move. (laughs) walk in here move
0: and then and then you're just like oh um all right right he doesn't really attack you until you decide to put a shotgun shell on him and he's just like what you say motherfucker (laughs) i have no
1: quarrel with you hits him with a wrench i have a quarrel with you
0: (laughs) it's very brave with someone within drilling distance and you're just like uh uh, oh (laughs)
1: really cool though yeah we really just there's like hearing them clunk around it's just it adds so much to the atmosphere you know they they just they almost like represent the the fall of the city itself you know
0: also the noises they make they're just like right all
1: right like that's supposed to be a person under there but yeah you couldn't tell at all it's just it's just rendered so inhuman they're just real they're just tragic figures I, why am I kicking things? Only you can know, Logan. Only you can know.
0: Oh, okay, so if I can, like, stop kicking things <laughs> for two minutes...
1: um. He says no, forgetting the what the, podcast, the fuck it? we
0: were talking about. God, what is happening? <laughs> he hell? kicked the memory oh.
1: out. Ow. Well, we were talking about the big... He kicked it again, didn't you? No, you just I kicked didn't... it, didn't you? No, no, I
0: didn't kick it. I literally opened my mouth too wide, and, like, the right side of my jaw extended too much, and it, like, almost strained the muscles. So oh, my jaw, I'm just, I, I don't... You need to go back to the... Fa- <laughs> Are you under
1: warranty, Logan?
0: Do we need to send you back and get us some Dude, free Dude, I don't know what's happening. I feel like I... But I uh, oh my God, just speak words. I'm just going to... All right, well, you check for water. the warranty card
1: behind the refrigerator and I'll just move on. Uh, so we were talking about the big daddies uh, yep. and the little, the little sisters, their charges they guard oh, uh, for yes. they possess Adam. And Adam is basically the currency with which you can upgrade yourself with superpowers Wait, whoa, or whoa. other little features. The what they guard? The charges
0: is that a thing i thought it was like the yeah. ward is that a mm, thing? I, I think
1: ward implies like you got some documentation up and they're gonna like teach him <sighs> stuff really their job is more just know. to carry them from vent to vent and prevent uh the uh, in-game enemy splicers who are basically just super powered junkies from uh cracking you them i don't know why they're
0: called them. splicers because they're addicted to Adam, and that fundamentally changes their DNA, so they're splicing things into their DNA. Do you get it? Do you understand? It's a smart it's a smart name for an enemy, from a smart game, for smart people. It's like Rick and Morty, you need a 200 IQ to 100. Yeah, Sorry, I need to not talk about Rick and Morty, that show pisses me off now. Uh, I'm
1: imagining uh, Andrew Ryan's intro monologue. Uh, does a man not deserve to be turned into a pickle? Within the safety of his own garage. Jesus Christ. I please. did it, Jack. I turned myself into a pickle. God,
0: please move on.
1: <laughs> right. But the little sisters themselves represent a, a separate moral choice situation from the big daddies. The big daddy is like, hey, do you want to get just plastered against the wall? The, the little sisters offer a different choice in the sense that once the big daddy is dealt with, you now have to deal with the girl and you have two choices. You can do either girl. the splicer route of just like, bash your brains in and take the atom or you can i guess is it cure them like um i forget the exact context of it you just kind of like i want to say basically
0: yeah basically cure them
1: you basically uh they're implanted with the the slug i was talking about the slug that makes the goo and the goo that makes the atom uh it's in there and whatever you do like gets it out don't think about it yeah Uh, and this makes them little girls again and now the trade-off of doing that is obviously you get less Atom from them because you're not cracking them open and get, having the goo inside. But it pays off later because they'll, like, you were nice to us. We left you a little uh, goodie bag with uh, some extra upgrades in it. So it's really more of, like, do you want to do it immediately like, and just get benefits immediately? Or do you want to, you know, maybe get by? It'll be a little bit harder to get by now. But later, if you keep being a good little, uh, little boy scout, you get some goodies.
0: They're also uh, not
1: like, and I just want to put this out here because this is like,
0: it really is a moral choice on your end because the little sisters are not like evil in any capacity either. Like, sure, they look, they like, they kind of look evil, like kind of. But right, they're very they're, omen childy. Yes, but they never do anything evil. They never attack you. They never sick the sick the big daddy on you. They're literally just vibing until you until you make yourself a threat. hmm And 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 they are literally just little girl. They're not like, I am an ancient thousand-year-old being that talks like a, an adult. and No, they're just little girls that got put into a very fucked-up situation. And right, the game right. is essentially asking you... Or, sorry, the game isn't necessarily asking you this. I am asking you this. Are you really that much of a monster to fucking kill her right. and take all the atom? Or are you going to be a good person and cure her? Because if you harvest the little sisters, I'm not your friend right exactly go away
1: <laughs> no you, I, I, that was what i was uh, i was gonna ask logan to you do you feel like it was an effective moral choice setup? oh yes in the first i've place
0: never there? i've never harvested a little sister
1: i have also never i've played through bioshock like five <laughs> times i've never harvested good
0: because i feel like at some point there's a trophy for there and i know you're fucking hard on for trophies so i was just like i don't know I if double. scott's done that before
1: but I yeah, no,
0: I've never
1: Oh if it was a trophy once... then I did it, but I probably erased the save file. Oh <laughs> I might wipe away your sins. <laughs> uh yeah.
0: but no, I've never ever harvested a little sister. I, I cannot bring myself to do it.
1: Right. Well it offsets itself too, because you know, obviously, you know, it's a little less immediate reward. But if you're going around and exploring anyway, you're gonna have a lot of resources as it is. I was gonna say you also really don't need the extra atom. You really right. don't. Yeah, I mean, what is it a difference of in the long run? Like, I don't, not very much. Like, I don't. Maybe I can't, think, I, I think you might get more in the long run for saving. I don't know about that, but like, it
0: might be like maybe you just can't upgrade as much. But by the time that you, once you've kind of gotten to the point of the game where you would have all the upgrades, you've kind of already settled on your probably your main, uh, um plasmids because that's what they're called in one right yeah because vigors was infinite. Mm -hmm. yeah you've kind of already probably settled on your main uh plasmids like that you use all the time so it's just kind of like i don't really need this other stuff right right so it's it's kind of a pointless not well not pointless but it's kind of more like just uh something for more instant gratification i guess and just being like wow good job you monster (laughs) you didn't need to do that
1: yeah I mean, yeah, I guess having the choice is interesting on its own. Yeah. There's a correct answer. Yeah. There's always a correct answer. (laughs) I think where it breaks down for me the most is in the endings, where it, like, leads to a two-ending situation. And it's just, like, such a, without spoiling anything, it's just such, like, a dichotomy between, (laughs) like, really, really nice, like, kissing puppies all the time and, like, Skeletor's origin story.
0: Well, I mean, in all fairness, it's did you kill like the eight little girls or did you save them? Right, right. I I, kind of feel like the (laughs) the happy, super nice ending and the horrible, awful, you're literally Hitler ending is kind of (laughs) warranted. Right.
1: And it's fair, it's fair. It might just be the fact that the endings just aren't great generally. And that no. leads to, I, I think maybe we should talk about like, we, we've we been doing a lot of praising here on this episode, but this is chatting with Fata comply. We got to complain about something, right? Correct. So well, Nate, I don't know uh, if you'll share these, Logan, but I have God two major issues done. with, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you did this to me. <laughs> uh, Bioshock is a great game. It is not perfect. And no, there are a few yet. things that uh, I think it definitely falls flat. And I, I think the biggest issue for me is the ending yeah i feel like bioshock's one of those stories where a lot of people really aggrandize it based on the one moment and it's a it's a fantastic moment it's an amazing the twist is amazing but that's also not the whole story like you know how people really praise like up from pixar yeah and it's like yeah because the intro was amazing it was an amazing intro i mean the rest of the movie's still good it's not just you know it's more than that yeah it, it's different from that intro yeah uh, and i feel like bioshock the same way where it one that twist is fantastic and a lot of people probably like shorthand bioshock in their mind with that twist for a good reason that doesn't for don't forget though that that's not the ending of bioshock there is still another act of the game to go and yeah. it is it's pretty bad yeah it's just very boring mission structure it, it it kind of goes back in the game it gave away without saying too much and i don't know the i get what they're trying to do like oh you get to be a big daddy it's just it becomes really boring like just point defense missions and then the final boss is just so silly i'll be honest i do you remember the final boss logan it's like yeah it, it's like it's straight out of wolfenstein like re- return to <laughs> castle wolfenstein it's it's just it's just silly like for a game that for the game it's in it, it stands out as being a very archaic fight yeah uh,
0: yeah i guess the and issue the, is though yeah. what would you do right i honestly right, don't right. know <laughs> yeah
1: well that's the thing like we have to somehow determine a fate for the city right like yeah th- we need that closure and i understand that and i don't have a solution for what could have been done uh, <laughs> i not, don't either right just now put it out off the there. top of my head
0: yeah neither do i i'll be it, honest it,
1: no i haven't either and it, it it just feels like the game gets really chin strokey and then it just kind of like drops all of its uh, pretenses and just it, it, it's like a 1990s quake engine shooter yeah and, uh, it's still kind of fun but it, it definitely it, it peters off at the end yeah uh, and then one personal qualm that i had uh, is kind of a weird one uh, the hacking mini game so yeah. when it, you can hack turrets security cameras all this stuff in the game and the means you do this is you basically like pause the game you're playing and then play like pipe dream where you have to connect, you know, one the, the outflow of one pipe to the inflow of another. And you have a certain amount of different tubes you can use to connect them. You know, you gotta slither, this way, got to go first.
0: You slither goo from one end of the screen into the other.
1: Right. And knowing me, you'd think I'd be elated at the, the chance of, you know.
0: Channeling, Withering some glue.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, like that's my. The thing is, that mini game is every time you hack, and yeah. Bioshock has a lot of things to hack. I even mentioned the vending machines. There are so many things to hack, and you have to play that mini game every time. And I don't even really mind pipe dream, like some people do, but it's every time. It just grinds the gameplay to a halt. Yeah, it, it's just way too frequent, and I. It, it it's a major pace breaker in my opinion i don't know if you agreed with that sentiment
0: yeah i could see i feel because but there was like quick hacks right i think i or was
1: that not a thing until two I, I feel like there might have been some way to do it i don't remember but, i'll be honest i think it was like an auto hack but it was like a consumable
0: yeah I, I does that sound real? Say, do you believe it, me? It, do, it does sound real, but I can't remember if that started in two or if that was a thing in one. Um, if it was, that's what I... Yeah, the, okay, the lot. automatic
1: hack tool is a single-use item. Yeah. So, it, yeah, you could automatically hack vending machines, safes, number locks, turrets, security cameras, security bots. So, uh, it either came to when a use point...
0: Yeah, so it either came to a point where I would use those auto-hack ones, or it came to a point where I was just kind of like, I could hack this vending machine, but I've got so much money, it doesn't matter,
1: so, like, why expend the effort? Right. So. Right, and that's fair, but there is stuff that you just kind of want to hack regardless, like the turrets and cameras and whatnot, because that's just just good to have on your team you say that you could just break them that yeah that's, that's I feel like that's what I tended to do I mean I, I again that could it could be a totally personal thing because I was the kind of guy who wanted to scour every you know hacker man I want how I wanted to have that but, uh, <laughs> and maybe I just engaged with it too much but i I still think that they definitely still improved the hacking though with like bioshock 2 when it was a much quicker almost quick time event style thing where it was like oh yeah it was almost it was just basically a great skill check from dead by daylight yeah. yeah i think that proves that you know the original concept was still a little bit long-winded for what we wanted to do like just to hack a thing when you put it all in her perspective it's like what 30 inputs to yeah. do it between moving the pipes around it it, it was good to trim that down yeah but those were my two big critiques of bioshock i don't know if you have any uh so i any, guess in i think yours
0: i don't really think i have too much else to say um, my question to you is: When you say endings, do you mean the latter half? Uh, well, obviously you do mean the latter half, or the I don't. Uh, I guess you could uh, the last act. That's like, mm. um, but do you, are you also including the actual ending themselves? Or I guess uh... it, I've only ever seen the one. I haven't seen the
1: bad ending one because
0: <laughs> I haven't. I've always saved the little sisters. So I.
1: Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm pretty. Do you want? I'm not going to spoil it here. I'll say that. Uh... The, i I don't dislike the good ending some people yeah. like it's maybe a little too saccharine without saying too much <laughs> yeah uh, and I, I can understand that and it almost feels like a it just kind of like for an epilogue it's really just <laughs> almost a separate like dateline movie <laughs> not even daytime <laughs> like a hallmark uh, so i understand people having a gripe with it i thought it was all right uh I, I I guess the focus of that ending, I just, like I said, the main closure we need is like what's going to happen with Rapture and the good ending kind of just goes, it does something else. <laughs> like something else entirely. So I guess it's not wholly satisfying, but I don't dislike it like some people do. I think it's I, all right.
0: I was going to say, I actually, you say it was like a Hallmark movie, but I'll, I don't disagree, but I actually kind of like that aspect of it. I'll be 100% honest because yeah. again, I really like And yes, Rapture is its own character, but I do like our own character, and I'm trying... I'm trying to think of how best to... I don't know how to say this without giving... I'm really trying to think of how to say this without, like, spoiling anything. I
1: don't
0: know. Okay, I'm going to give myself a minute... (laughs) skip a minute when i tell you to okay. i'm gonna spoil stuff again this is the ending so it's not that big of a deal like uh, genuinely <laughs> but like it, it's weird in any other that.
1: game i would be like are you kidding me but this game being what it is you're honestly right like like we okay. like i've been saying it's kind of separate so
0: okay so we're gonna say a minute uh, so when i say oh, now here, not on. now but when i say now in the future you just, you just... <laughs> you're gonna skip a minute because i'm just gonna give myself a minute it probably won't take as long but i'm gonna give myself a minute all right so i right, got a time if you set. don't want this skip now okay so the uh the reason that i really like it because it is kind of like that hallmark because once you save all the little girls like the ending is literally oh you all get out of you all get out all the little girls grow up there like they you're essentially their surrogate father you become uh, or they're all your daughters, and it kind of goes through like, and Jack uh, lived happily ever after with his daughters, and he had people by his bedside when he when he died, uh, because uh, you find out that oh hey ho, Jack was a uh, something created by Ryan. He wasn't ever ever really supposed to have a family. He's never really had a real family. Actually, it's kind of fucked up. So I really enjoyed just kind of seeing this uh, like human being or entity or creature, whatever the fuck you want to call Jack, like given an ending that really he it's like oh no he got the family he wanted out of this fucked up situation he actually led a pretty good life after that despite him probably not supposed to being able to do that so i was just like oh that's nice i like that a lot <sighs> okay how much time do i have
1: <laughs> yeah you, ha- you, you were you had two seconds to spare <laughs> okay hello welcome Perfect. back everyone <laughs> welcome back we all ignore what logan said <laughs> yes okay yeah, I, oh. I i see that perspective i do yeah I still but, hold my comments. But.
0: No, 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 and I don't disagree. Good. But I am someone, as I'm sure you know, as we've talked with our writing and whatnot. Do I do? Would I like a overall summary or uh, a conclusion? Sorry, that's what I was the word I was looking for. A like conclusion for the setting. You know, like the story of the setting and whatnot. Sure, yeah. I am someone who cares infinitely more about the characters, even if there is someone who does not talk for <laughs> the entire story and, for the most part, is just
1: a vessel for the player. I, I think still think two about lines that. at the beginning. He does. There's maybe more one line. A sentence. I, a sentence and a half.
0: I am still someone who actually cares about what happens to them afterwards. So, That's fair. That's uh, very fair. <laughs> it's the same thing with uh, Cyberpunk because I know some people's issue with Cyberpunk was oh it couldn't really connect to V because they didn't really give a personality or whatever which I can kind of see but I was just like like and some people were just like oh their motivation is just they want to be the greatest mercenary in Night City and like that's it and they're just like oh whatever
1: the very best like and no that, one <laughs> ever
0: was and I mean bang that doesn't bang. and I mean that doesn't connect with some people and that's fine but for me. I got into the game and they're just like, Yeah, I want to be the best mercenary. And I was just like, sounds fucking great. Let's do it. <laughs> like, I would like that. Let's go. <laughs> um, I also part of the reason I did get cyberpunk, honestly, is because I really did like like the bounty hunter aspect in like a futuristic cyber city. So I was like, ah, that's fucking rad. Let's do it. And then in the beginning, they're just like, we're gonna be the best. So I was just like, okay. <laughs> I am on board. <laughs> that's right, the uh, we're talking about. Bioshock. Yes. Well, no, but it's just this idea of like, for probably 90% of people, they could give a shit about this character that's, well, honestly, a self-insert for the audience or a vessel right. for the audience to kind of get to point A to
1: point B. I am that 10% that does care. <laughs> <laughs> this goes to show, you don't have to do a lick of work for your character. Logan will root for you.
0: I He's
1: your support. If... If you have an
0: interesting world, and especially if it's like, again, something like Cyberpunk, where I can make my own decisions, and I kind of shape my character's personality, which is, obviously, it is different from Bioshock, but still, uh, I will care about your character, because those are my decisions, so in my own head, even, I, like, I'm like, this is my personality in-game, I keep it as consistent as I can, so I kind of Mm. make the character for myself, so... And again, it's, that's not really what happens in Bioshock, but it is, for me, still kind of like I can really right. empathize with his situation, and it makes me
1: happy to see what happens in the ending. Right. So I'm just
0: like, oh, that's nice. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it, the thought occurs to me while we're talking about it, Logan. Do you think yes. that in a hypothetical alternate universe Bioshock, in yeah. which Jack was a fully voiced, fully realized character, do you think that would be to the game's benefit? Or no. Do you think that that would take away? I think yeah. it would take away. Yeah, I think so too. You
0: you know the reason why.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think I do.
0: It has. I'm not going to say anymore. You know the reason why I think because I'm. We can talk about it after, unless we want to do another minute for spoilers.
1: Um, No, no, no. We've got. one. okay, okay,
0: okay, okay. We got our one. Uh, There's there's a very good reason why I think it would, but or sorry, why it wouldn't if he was fully voiced. Um, And. It has to do something with one of the game's central themes, and we could not talk about it without getting into super duper spoilers. So there,
1: there are reasons. I mean, it it is enough. I think just having that, like you said, a vessel to just be in rapture and to let that atmosphere just kind of like suffuse you. You bring it, you breathe it in. You know, and uh, uh, that's probably all that the protagonist needed to do. You don't need to do more effort than that. Yeah. Gordon Freeman syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh i don't know is there, is there anything else uh, vaguely negative you want to throw at this game um because i'll say while you think I, one thing that did spring to mind here is that uh, yep. I, I think generally speaking the plot of bioshock is quite good yeah uh, agreed though it does uh you know thinking about things other than the twist i think it maybe does lean a little bit too hard on the whole thing where like you start a chapter and the door you need to get to is like right there. You take two steps <laughs> towards it, and and then a piano falls from the ceiling, and you can't <laughs> access it because you have to go across the whole map to find the piano repairman and the guy who can hang the piano back in the air, and then you can progress. And, you know, I understand, you know, it's open-ended levels, and we need to kind of, you know, have a reason to stick around and actually be in the open-ended level. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I'm, I was trying to think if maybe Jack being a more realized character could maybe alleviate that, but I don't. I know for reasons I we don't. I don't. We think haven't discussed and will not discuss. Yeah. No, I don't think that would have been a solution to that. And I don't really know if there is a solution to that. It's not necessarily a bad thing in itself, too. It's just. I don't know something I noticed while we were thinking about it, but yeah, is there anything else that you want to share about this topic before we move on? Um. I don't. I, no, I don't. I don't.
0: I don't really think so. I, I mean, I don't know why you're asking me. I haven't had a coherent thought.
1: <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to get you to have one, <laughs> but uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Right. No. I mean, that's fair. I mean, it's a very, it's a very good game. It has a lot of very positive qualities to it. Yes. Uh, we talked, talked, to talk and talked about it. You no, know, it. I still think that it was a major, you know, cultural moment for mm. gaming. It was like a watershed moment. And I guess the thing to touch on real quick, it's kind of unavoidable while we're talking about it. We've already sort of touched on this in an episode, so we probably don't need to go too deep into it. Yeah. But uh, I'd say you would probably agree with me with the sentiment that 2 and Infinite, the other two Bioshock games didn't really carry the momentum that Bioshock 1 started. Is that something you would agree with? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I did not.
1: I feel like we both also agree that 2 got way more
0: hate than it really deserved. Um, It did. I, for all of its flaws, I did still enjoy Infinite. Um, right. I understand where people are coming from. And as of late, I've kind of come to understand, uh, especially there's, there's a part where, or <sighs> my one issue, and not like Bioshock has never really like, yes, there's the stuff with the little sisters that are like the moral choice, but, Honestly, that was really, like, the only thing. Um, Right. And Bioshock Infinite, like, has the illusion of that choice, but not really. Like, it doesn't actually matter. Right. Uh, Like, there's a scene, and I'll just say this. There's a scene, because this takes place in the 1920s, so there's a lot of racism going on. And in the very beginning of the game, you're given a ball, uh, and essentially they're on a public display is an interracial couple <laughs> and the whole crowd's like, yeah, hit him, throw it at him," And you have the choice quote unquote to either throw the ball at them or to throw it at the, who, the guy who's hosting it. But no matter what you choose, a guard grabs your hand and it's just like, oh, I watched this then. I don't know why he's British in the
1: 1920s America, but
0: <laughs> he's just like, you're on a license to throw that ball.
1: <laughs> Pure uncut America before the colony was even separated.
0: Uh, but no matter what you do, he stops. And it like I don't think it ever comes up because it doesn't matter because you like right. the choice you make never comes to fruition. Mm-hmm. and I, I that's like the biggest one I can think of and that's part of the reason why I rag so hard on the newest or I guess not the newest anymore but the modern warfare remake because that also has a lot of like don't get me wrong like two or sorry like infinite it does have some good things that it brings to the table like with modern warfare probably one of the best like in terms of campaigns one of the better yeah campaigns in terms of Acting or showing what it's kind of showing the struggles of what it means to be in the modern military and like urban environments and stuff with like and just how warfare is now. They actually do in some of the missions, and one mission in particular, do a fan fucking tastic job of that. It's great. But when it comes to moral decisions, the game gives you the illusion of it, but never actually lets you make any bad. Decisions. Right. It'll literally give you a game over if you don't make the right decisions. So <laughs> it's like, okay, right. so right. right, I that has kind of not soured, but has definitely lost some points with me with Infinite after I realized because the first time I played it, I did not recognize that. I'll be a hundred percent honest. Right. But after I did kind of go back and look at it and I was watching some videos of people kind of like going on about games like that, and I was just like, oh yeah, that is that is an issue. (laughs) (laughs) Like I didn't realize that before. Uh, Shit. Uh but (laughs) there goes the train. (laughs) It was on (laughs) for two tracks and now it's completely gone. But I was something about illusion of choice. Uh, Because, at least in Bioshock 1, it mattered for, like, it mattered very, I would argue, well, no, because if you you harvested a little sister, you're a monster. But it overall didn't matter too, too much, but it still at least did matter, and it did, Mm -hmm. that it was relevant to
1: parts of the game. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think to be fair, like the original Bioshock would, have, it, I would almost call it an impossible task to follow just because, you know, the, the things, you know, I was praising about it, you know, at its heart is that twist. And that twist is something that really, you know, not trying to spoil here, but it really confronts the role of the player and player agency. Scott? And it's the kind of, it's the kind of twist <laughs> where if you roll back from it, it feels kind of like short-sighted. And I feel like you can't make another Bioshock game without, accidentally falling into that trap yeah and as i I, that, I think that's where two kind of let down a little bit I, I i think i agree two gets too much hate i think it polished the gameplay of bioshock one in oh, a very good direction absolutely uh, it was great it was uh maybe a little too easy the uh even easier than the first one just because you you didn't need adam before you really didn't need it in two you had yeah. more than enough uh, and then some ideas like being a big daddy didn't really feel like they panned out because well you you could still do everything you could in the first game it was really just the same guy with a bucket on his head you could still eat food (laughs) you have a helmet with no mouth you could still eat food like they didn't really think about too much Uh, but i think that's really where infinite let me down like i think it's good that they made such a a drastic shift in setting and tone and whatnot Uh, so you know at least make something different but it was missing that element you know that that crucial element of the twist of, you know, the importance of the player. And I, we talked about this in the sequel video, that video, sorry, I'm in, I'm, a, I'm a YouTuber at heart uh, <laughs> in the sequel episode uh, where the ending, the, the twist that they have instead is just exposition. Like it doesn't really like the first Bioshock was something that like, it had to be a game because it was through playing it that, you know, it's deeper meaning came out. The fact that Bioshock Infinite is a game didn't really play into its twist at all. They didn't even really play into it at all. And so, you know, you have this first entry with this element of self awareness, and it feels like that gets lost because just by virtue of sequels. So it was always going to be an uphill battle. But we we've talked about this. <laughs> we have talked about Infinite. We've dragged it through the mud. Yeah, I yeah, <laughs> I, I was always going to be a tough act to follow, and I, I just I, I feel like it just needed a different angle to go through it and yeah there may be more ways we could talk about here but we, we should we should move towards wrapping this up here
0: well i mean we've also if you want to hear our thoughts about the sequels you could also uh, watch our sequels and our uh, tr- uh trequels Tri- trifectas i don't remember what the fuck i called something them. like that you can yeah. watch those episodes at uh maybe wherever trim- you're watching this right now because it should also be there <laughs> right, right. Um, also listening it's not watching you found the same yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean uh, you can watch your phone True. What's gonna do? Just
1: watch, just watch the slider, right? Go by. Uh, but on on you know to that and the Bioshock series has not yet concluded. There's still life in it. Allegedly, there there's talks of a fourth entry being made by, uh, some little corner in 2K that's been threatened for a few years, uh, and most recently it's been announced that we're going to be getting an adaptation of Bioshock, uh, on Netflix. It'll be directed by Francis Lawrence, and Uh, he's going to be uh, (laughs) directing the film from a screenplay by Logan and Blade, uh, 2049 screenwriter Michael Green. And so what what do we think about that, Logan? How do we feel about the future of the series? You said Netflix adaptation,
0: and I immediately (laughs) just threw up in my mouth a little. Because Netflix I mean, adaptations, he... are, well, Netflix adaptations are hit or miss. They're either awesome, right. like Castlevania, Punisher, Daredevil. Well, Daredevil and Punisher are a bit different, but I guess they're Netflix exclusives. Like, but like Castlevania, um, uh, there's one like really good one that I'm forgetting. But Netflix Arcane. does, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Thank you, Arcane. They and again, you know, it is with different studios, but they're like I guess the quote unquote publisher. I, I don't know whatever you want to call it. And every right, other right. show sucks, donkey dick. <laughs> like, I, like, there's no other way to really say it. Like, they are so hit mm-hmm. or miss. The shows are either, like, stupidly good for, like, no right. reason. Like, Netflix should not be able to do that. It's insane. Or they're horrible, and it's just like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs>
1: right. Well, it isn't a show, I will reiterate. It is a film, from what I can tell.
0: Still, it's got the Netflix branding on that, and that is either it's going to be
1: fantastic or it's going to be god-awful. And... I, I think it could be okay, so as long as it's not an adaptation of the actual game story. Because Bioshock, as we've said, is a story that is a game. You cannot give the same well, thrust in a different medium. Gonna... I was going to say, this is also a game adaptation and those generally do not have a good track True, record. true. So. If it's a prequel, though, like setting up the fall of Rapture, it could be interesting. They actually kind of did that. I don't know if you know this, Logan. There's a novel, a Bioshock novel. I think it's called Bioshock Rapture. I have it. I'm looking at it right now. Oh. And it is that. It is a prequel to the game. It sets up the fall of Rapture. A lot of the stuff that you find in the audio logs, which is another thing Bioshock started, another thing about it, another trend, the audio logs everywhere. Yeah, um, yeah. That's present in there. And so I think that there's enough narrative stuff in there that they could make something interesting. I just hope that they actually do that and they'll just try and take game and push it into movie.
0: Well, you say that, and then I look at the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, and I'm just like, I don't think I, I don't know if I have hope. That show's
1: awful, by the way. (laughs) Oh, have you seen it? Yes. Mm. It's garbage. Well. If I cared about Lord of the Rings, I would care about that statement, but I don't yes, care. About it I care. I care a lot about Lord of the Rings, right. and that show is complete right. and utter garbage. So. Awesome. <sighs> Sorry for your Anyways, and okay. thank you. But but I I do have the concerns in terms of games, just because, like I said, you know, it gets to a point where we've kind of given the game away. What different? It, it's got to come in a different paradigm, you know. <laughs> but it's also have the same It's got to match it. it. It's a tough bargain, and I'm not. Scott, I'm not I'm confident. Gonna,
0: but... I'm going to say something to you. Uh, Halo TV series. <laughs> another garbage <laughs> piece of shit thing. Yeah, made by another one of these like, stupid fucking like, streaming movie whatever companies. In the same right. vein as Netflix. So I, right. I'm i not going to hold my breath.
1: E- even if the future is rocky. Even if the new game doesn't really work for Bioshock. Even if the movie is terrible. Uh, it, it can't take away from the achievement that was the first Bioshock. True. Because at the end of the day, it is in my opinion a major cultural moment for gaming. And the fact yes. that we are still thinking about it in vi- active video game discourse today when it was 15 years ago. Yeah. That alone should tell you if you haven't experienced it for yourself yet, please do. Please. It's basically given away for free like in every way imaginable. Please do yourself a favor and play this piece of history. Happy birthday BioShock.
0: Happy birthday BioShock. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and get the fuck on out
1: of here. Um, Logan has to collect they, himself.
0: Yeah, I need to either take my meds or get off whatever the ones I'm on right now. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening uh, this week. Thank you, for Scott, for joining me. Um, yep. Yeah, go play Bioshock. Uh, everybody have a great rest of your minute, second minute, hour... Uh, he can't even remember his outro day, week,
1: month year, life (laughs) it's okay Logan, let's get you to bed Uh, goodbye let's go Logan have a good night everyone